EO Audio is a production of the East Oregonian. Visit us at eastoregonian.com or call 1-800-522-0255 to subscribe. All right, Eric Singer here with the East Oregonian and Alexis uh, Mancineras uh, here with uh, Hermiston Jr., Andrew James, our, our 2017 All-Area Football Player of the Year. How's your day going so far, Andrew? It's going great. That's good. That's good. Appreciate the appreciate the time today. Uh, quite the season you had you with uh, with the team. Is is it all sunk in yet? Sunk in yet? Here a couple weeks past. Partially, yeah. I don't think the full atmosphere is sunk in yet. But now that we've got ring size and mm-hmm. everyone's had a chance to say good job, and it's finally starting to sink in. Yeah. 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 Uh, I, I mean, look just you know looking at the the, the stats uh, individually that you had. I mean, thirty five hundred all purpose yards, forty touchdowns. What's what goes through your mind whenever you you kind of think about what you did and, and helped your team do this season? Uh, I got to give it to everyone on my team. I I wouldn't have put it anywhere close to those stats if it wasn't for the guys out there too. And I just look back at all the hours spent in the summer, passing, extra time put in. And you do that before season, and then when you get into season, that's when you just play. And then the work you've put in, it's just natural. It's your instinct when you get on the field. Mm-hmm. Uh, have you had any, like, I mean, has there been times where you're like, you know, pinch me because he's, this doesn't seem real? Like, <laughs> I mean, because some of those, I mean, this video game style numbers and, and like, you know, numbers that Heisman, Heisman Trophy quarterbacks are, are putting up in college, and, and, and you did that uh, this season. Yeah, honestly, before the game, you you go out there and you warm up, and most of the time you're feeling great. Of course, there's times when you're sick or something else is happening, and but you play the game and you don't know what just happened right <laughs> as soon as you get off the field, and then you, one of you guys comes out with the stats or whatever, and you yeah. look back and you're like, "Oh, wow, I did that tonight." <laughs> so yeah. Uh, I mean, last last year as as a sophomore, I mean, I want to say came out of nowhere, but I mean, wasn't expected, I guess, you know, from our standpoint, that to, that that you'd be starting quarterback and to go through ten games. What what did that season? What did, what all did you take from that? Uh, I mean, you know, kind of first first jump into to varsity football. What did you take from that year that that you really learned about yourself and learned about the game uh, to, that you made you made you more comfortable this year. You know, it was it was a new step for me last year. Of course, it was uncovered ground, and it it was a rough season last year. And we had amazing athletes back then, and it it was tough going through the season, dropping games that we shouldn't have, and especially in St. Helens, that yeah, <laughs> that that was a big hit on us, big hit on the coaches, big hit on the seniors, and. It left a bad taste in our mouth, and we wanted to see a different outcome, and we talked about it, and everyone knew that we wanted something different, Mm -hmm. and everyone did what it took Mm -hmm. to finally get to the state championship and finish it off. Mm -hmm. Was was there any certain part of your game as a quarterback that you really focused on this offseason to to improve upon? Mm, I'd say reads and staying in the pocket. I mean... First year, first year, I, I was kind of scared back there. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And it's honestly just the time spent. If The more time you spend in something, the more 
obviously you're going to do better. In yeah, exactly. It. And it showed. So all the drills, everything, coaches, the coaches put in a lot of time, mm-hmm. a lot of time, and that showed. Mm-hmm. You say uh, staying in the pocket was something you wanted to work on, but you were on your feet quite a lot during the season. Uh, talk a little bit about the run game and and just how it set you up for for those big passes and how it kind of elevated you guys to become state champions. Uh, it's it's back to the instinct part. I mean, I drop back and I'm looking and then some guy pops out of nowhere. You never know what's going to happen when you drop back. And it's just the instinct I take off, and it's what I've been doing since I was a little kid. I've had my years as a running back. I've had <laughs> playing multiple positions, so it's just the feel for the game. You, you, you guys' first game against Union, you, you threw four of your five interceptions on the season in one game. I mean, obviously, circumstances were a little bit different. You guys were forced to pass more, trying to play catch up and everything. But what, I mean, looking, I mean, just looking at the way you guys kind of evolved, where the the run game really just kind of took off with Jonathan and Peter and then, you know, yourself with some, some reads and everything. But the, that kind of, I mean, from my standpoint, opened up the field. Did, did, how much how much did your guys' run game and that success make it easier for you to pass to, you know, find Deshaun wide open and Jen Joey and everything? Uh, the first game was tough. Union was a tough opponent. We knew that coming in. And they did shut down our run game. And that Kind of had, it had us wondering in the first couple of weeks. Even in Mountain View, they yeah. they shut us down big time too. Yeah. So it was kind of a, geez, what are, where do we go from here if we can't run the ball? And then Coach Wells and everyone else that helps out with the line. Even our D line struggled early, but mm-hmm. they picked it up. Both sides of the ball on the line picked it up tremendously. And our run game really in the middle of the season it was it was all right. It was getting better, but by the time we hit playoffs, Cobo <laughs> was running for 200 yards a game, and, and that's what he needed. He he had confidence, but yeah. when he started doing that, he realized that he can do that every single game, and he's that type of player. Mm-hmm. Was was there any point in in the regular season where you guys knew like? Something things started to click, and you started to think like, okay, this, you know, this isn't just going to be another season. We've got to do. We've got. We have a chance to do something special and make it to the make the state possibly. I'd say it was Summit, honestly, mm-hmm. going in team that hasn't lost in league since 2014 or yeah. whatever. And I don't know if there was their homecoming night or what, but they had big old student section brought in by police cars, and you're like, geez, this town's ready to play. And then you go in and. You're putting up, I don't know if it was 21-0, 14-0, whatever, but we're scoring and we're stopping them. And we're like, geez, if we play together, then how are we going to be stopped? Yeah. And then that led to another win and another win. And after we started winning, it was expected. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, when I, I came to practice before the season, I talked to Joey, um, you know, being the, the, the start of the, the OSAA farewell tour for you guys. And, um, yeah, obviously he, he was kind of saying that obviously, you know, we, we want to win a state championship any year, but, but, uh, you know, this year being your, your last year for the school in, in Oregon, you know, made it, made it special. How much, I mean, just how much motivation was that for you guys, you know, going through summer practices, workouts, and, and even preseason stuff to, to, you know, make you help you realize your end goal. Uh, it was brought up 
if not every day. You you have that in the back of your mind, kind of, but it wasn't solely that. <laughs> you Like Joey said, you want to win a state championship every year, but the guys seeing it as freshmen in 2014, seeing the look on those guys' faces out there on the field and the town and how excited everyone got, they really wanted that. Mm -hmm. If you want something hard enough and put in enough effort, you obviously can get to that goal. Mm -hmm. Uh, And then uh, we we talked a little bit after, right after the game, but uh, whenever you you guys are – the offense is running out on the uh, running out on the field. Only a few seconds left. You just have to kneel the ball a couple times. You guys, you're, you're winning. You got you, your giant crowd that, that followed you guys to, to Hillsboro. That's just going nuts in the stands. Your you know, your teammates celebrating. Coaches, you're the one. You're, you're taking the snaps and, and kneeling. What's what is that feeling like? At the moment, people ask you if it was scary or anything, and it really wasn't. It was just another play of kneeling the ball like we'd done the past couple games but when I took that last knee it was was, there's really no words for it people always say that but you really can't describe it and then the look on the coaches faces everyone (laughs) running and jumping and you you can't get that moment taken from you Mm -hmm. any way you look at it Mm -hmm. You know, you and a couple of other guys played both sides of the ball. You had the longest season any team could have had. Uh, I know you're used to it, but, you know, how tough is it to stay, to stay mentally and physically sharp when you're going in to making a deep run in the playoffs week after week and knowing that for you, you know, you have basketball coming up and I know it probably wasn't on your mind, but how do you, how do you kind of just stay, stay healthy? Uh, you don't think about what's next. Uh, when I was younger, when Hodges used to coach, he, his big motto was today. Don't think about tomorrow. Don't think about Friday. Don't think about the game. It's Monday at practice. You're thinking about Monday practice. If you don't get ahead of yourself, that's when you start getting like flow and all your everything that you do. So when Friday comes, you have the preparation and – that's what we did. We focused on one game at a time. I mean, you have the talk about, oh, who are we going to play next week if we win and stuff, but that was just talk. Our minds were set on that day. And how big of a role did Coach play in that? You know, I talked to him a lot, and he, you know, he kind of preached that that message, you know, one game at a time. Uh, so, you know, what what has he brought to the team in, in his short tenure? He He's amazing. He He knows when to – let guys loose. He knows when to reel them in. And not only did he stay on top of us, but he let us have fun. (laughs) Coaches always say that, you know, go out there and have fun no matter what happens. And that's what he did. And he just preached to us every day about doing the same stuff, doing it right, doing it crisp, and it'll all come together. And he, (laughs) he did a great job. And I wouldn't have wanted to have it with any other coach. Mm-hmm. Uh, after after you guys won, I was I was talking with a teammate Tyler Warman, and I was kind of joking if if uh, he'd be wearing his uh, state championship medal to to sleep with him that night and everything. And you know, he kind of, I mean, even in the moment, I mean, he, he said obviously, you know, the the trophy's nice and the the medals are nice for you guys, but for for him, it was the the relationships and the the bonds that you guys created throughout, you know, your 
four years for him and, and just throughout the season. You, you kind of agree that way with the, looking back on things right now? Totally. I, not every team can wear this around their neck, but I'm sure even the teams that lost in the first round and second round, football is a sport. It just changes you with all the relationships. I still have relationships with guys. Omar Garcia from my freshman year, we stayed in the same bunkhouse at uh, – Cove when we used to go to Cove uh -huh. and I was another day and he was cutting my hair and we were talking about the times we used to have at Cove and you just build relationships that I mean I can still talk to my dad and he'll name what happened in this game what happened in that game and who whose main guys were this guy went this place this guy went that place it it sticks with you football mm -hmm. sticks with you mm -hmm. Now, uh, you know, uh, another moment that kind of kind of stood out for maybe maybe for you guys, I don't know. Look at you know, with in the grand scheme of things, how important it was to you. But the the last game against Pendleton, to be able to to come into their house and and end up winning the way you guys did, and um, you know, kind of kind of put a stamp on you know some decades of uh, decades of, of I don't say angst, I guess from 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 your guys' school for the the, the better part of the the rivalry. I mean. What 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 did that mean to you guys too as a group to, I mean to to have all these things that you've done this year for for the school and and you know for you for the alumni and too yeah, uh, of course it's great being Pendleton, <laughs> it's you understand fully once you hear all the stories that have happened between Pendleton and Hermiston and you could ask someone from a different place and then be like oh it's just another rivalry like. Anyone else has rivalries, but mm -hmm. it's different when you're actually the team on the team that the rivalry is happening with. Mm -hmm. And uh, you got to give it up to Pendleton. There, they had a great season. Mm -hmm. Got guys on all state. Honorable yeah. mention. They they had players. Yeah, and they did a great job. But we we <laughs> did what we did. And yeah, yeah, the whole season and the talent that. We had you. You have to put talent to use, and that's what we did, mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. that's what happened. Yeah, and then I mean, obviously, you know, you playing playing two other sports. You, you guys play Pendleton uh, in the in the league season and stuff. But I've, I mean, football always seems to have that that different type of atmosphere with a rivalry game. What what is it about about football that makes makes this rivalry so much different than whenever you guys, you know, you're playing in basketball or, or on the baseball field? Mm. Uh, I don't know. It's, like I've said, football is different. Even not playing in rivalry games before the games when you're walking out and the fans, you see the fans, everyone says that football is football's just a different game. Mm -hmm. Basketball, you still have your highlights in basketball and baseball. Of times you won't forget, but football is just different. Mm -hmm. The way that you can just hard work pays off. Like basketball, you could hard work and end up getting beat, but football, I feel, is just the way that you can fully connect effort to how well you do. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And then, uh, I Last question I had for you was, I mean, starting to look ahead to next year for football. You know, it's kind of a, 
a new landscape for 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 the for the Bulldogs. Uh, a lot of seniors graduating on offense. Uh, you're kind of almost a lone wolf back there with you know Jonathan Peter. Your brand new backfield, a lot of new receivers, new offensive line, new. You know, have you guys have a brand new look in your, in your league and new state. Um, what what do you, what can we expect from from some of the younger Bulldogs next year? A- anybody that that you that you've seen in, in you know workouts and and throughout the season that that, that can ex, you know can burst onto the scene with you next year? Uh, they gave it. I got a. There's guys coming up. You always have guys coming up, especially in Hermiston. Uh, they give us great looks on scout all the way through playoffs. Mm-hmm. If if you don't have guys giving you good looks on scout, then how are you supposed to prepare for the team? <laughs> and they, we started workouts two weeks ago right after, and there's definitely some guys with some talent. Of course, they didn't get to show their talent because yeah. you got guys, older guys ahead of you that are better. But by the time next season starts, there's going to be some hungry guys out there. Aiden Villarea, mm-hmm. uh, Peyton Smith, and that's there's other guys around that. JV guys that have junior JV guys that didn't get to see the field but are there. And I'm excited to see what we can do because mm-hmm. there's some guys that have even been putting in the work since freshman year but haven't gotten noticed yet. Mm-hmm. And now it's their time to finally get noticed. And I think we'll have a good good pack. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, you know, I mean, uh, for, from being around practice and stuff, I mean, you know, at least the, this year especially, like, you know, I'd be at Pendleton, uh, you know, they, they always had someone specifically playing Deshaun and, and Jonathan, you know, we wanted to key on those guys. And, you know, probably probably next year, you know, they'll, they'll be have, you know, your opponents will be have guys on scout team that are, you know, they're, you're, they're playing you. You know, you probably be the, the guy that everybody's keying on next year. Mm-hmm. You kind of excited for that, that type of uh, attention from opponents? <laughs> I mean, you want to be excited, but of course you got a target on your back. You just want yeah. a state championship. But with the target on my back, that just means I got to spread the ball out more. To because just like anything, if you're aiming at one spot, you got to distribute it to other spots, and that's the best way to attack something. Mm-hmm. Circling back to what you said um, that you know, there's always football players in Hermiston. Uh, I remember at the the banquet coach was saying that people were coming up to him saying, I'm going to play next year. And they, you know, they weren't playing or they left for another sport. You know, what, what does it mean to you that, you know, the hard work you put in the state championship that you led your team to is inspiring new guys to come out, you know, maybe a younger generation to, to take the field and eventually become a bulldog. You know, what does that, how, what does that mean to you? Uh, It's crazy to think about it because I remember my freshman year I saw the state championship team just like any other, or it was my eighth grade year actually. The seniors were freshmen, and it it inspired me totally. So now to be the guy inspiring other people, it's just uh, it's going to be nice to see what it's bringing to our program or the football team because with numbers, numbers is how you win in anything. And if you have numbers going into next year, we you always want to see as many kids. I mean, we had a short short staff this year on kids, and it hurt us a little bit. But now that you see that players can develop, even as young kids, that you always want to be on varsity your freshman <laughs> year or sophomore year. 
but it's the development process that gets you to state championships. Kids that stick with it, that's why our senior class was so strong is because all the seniors stuck with it from kids at the very bottom to kids at the very top, and that's the reason why we're so successful. All righty, Andrew. Well, I, I, we appreciate the time time today. I appreciate uh, everybody listening. Uh, once again, this was our player, 2017 All-Area Player of the Year, Andrew James from Hermiston.